Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to this lovely Wednesday hump day edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's July the 1st. Of course, it's Wednesday, day 183 of the year. And guess what? There's only 183 more of these bad boys to go before allegedly... The whole thing's over with. Anyways, how are you? How is your day going? Hopefully you're having fun. We are going to enjoy some lunchtime together. If you're in the Eastern Time Borg, if you're out on the Pacific West Coast, it's 9 a.m. What the hell are you doing here? Aren't you? Shouldn't you be working? Anyways, we are streaming live on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, safety.fm, and all of the other streaming platforms that we get to hang out in. And of course, the other side there too. You could be listening to us a little bit later in the day via podcast. Hello to my competitors that like to listen to my show and recycle the same bullshit. Hi, how are you? Thank you. I appreciate the love and support that you give me throughout the weeks, the days, and so on. Love you. Anyway, so let's get you started. Today, we got a lot of things going on, a lot of news to cover, some interesting things, some book giveaways to do. So make sure that you hang on real quick because we're going to get you started with what's important, and that is the news, and we're going to get you started right now. 
information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. Global anger has been expressed towards the US after the Trump administration struck a deal to buy out almost the entire available supply of remdesivir, a drug that has proved effective in treating COVID-19. New cases of the virus have risen by 80% in America over the last two weeks, though the Trump administration has described the new infections as embers from the original pandemic. From FSN's bureau in Washington, Nick Harper reports. Remdesivir is one of just two drugs that have so far been proved effective in the treatment of the virus. But U.S. health officials have bought more than half a million treatments, almost the total global supply for the next three months. It comes as new infections accelerate across the U.S. Tuesday saw another record high, with 48,000 new cases in a day. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. A move to restart indoor dining at restaurants in New York City has been delayed amid fears the COVID infections elsewhere in America may reinfect people in Manhattan. From the Big Apple, William Denzelow reports. With virus cases rising in more than 30 states, Mayor Bill de Blasio says that now is not the time to forge ahead with indoor dining. New York is seeing a reduction in COVID-19 cases, but there are growing concerns that it will be brought back in from other states. The mayor says indoor gatherings present a growing problem and urges restaurants to double down on outdoor dining for the time being. William Denzelow, New York. Britain and the US have both criticised China for implementing a new security law in Hong Kong. Nine people were immediately arrested under the terms of the new legislation. In London, Prime Minister Boris Johnson confirmed he will create a pathway to British citizenship for up to three million people living in Hong Kong. And in Washington, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo accused China of violating agreements with the UK and the United Nations. Free Hong Kong was one of the world's most stable, prosperous, and dynamic cities. Now, now it will be just another communist-run city where its people will be subject to the party elite's whims. Dozens of women who accused Harvey Weinstein of sexual misconduct are to get a share of a $19 million settlement. But prosecutors have been accused of selling out for settling the case. From FSN's Bureau in New York, Sarah Walton reports. The city's attorney general says two lawsuits against the jailed producer will be settled for $18.9 million. But lawyers representing six of the women who accused Weinstein of sexual harassment have criticised the proposal because it doesn't require him to accept responsibility or pay damages personally. However, it does allow women who signed confidentiality agreements to now speak about their experience. The settlement still needs to be approved by a federal judge. Weinstein is currently serving 23 years in prison for rape and sexual assault. I'm Sarah Walton in New York. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, you know it. It's all about the magic here on the Rated R Safety Show. So we're back. What do you think about some of the news that is going on? Interesting stuff, huh? The world is pissed off at the U.S. of A because of all the purchasing. Harvey Weinstein there. $19 million settlement amongst the many. What do you think? Oh, before I forget, let's do this. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So the question becomes right away, contest first news. Contest first news. Contest first news. The contest readout is going to be kind of difficult because let me explain how this normally goes. 
when people enter into contests on safetyfm.com and they come here, what happens is I get their email address depending on how much detail they give me. So sometimes I have names and sometimes I don't. So I don't want to be reading people's email addresses online because, you know, that's going to be kind of weird. So what if we do something a little bit strange? What if I go ahead and I pull the winners? And when I pull the winners for, of course, let me explain what, I, what we're giving away. This is the newest Todd Conklin book, When the Worst Accidents Happen. What if I give them away and then we go to a, we're able to go to the contest website and then it will show right there the potential email. It will give you kind of a piece. So if you know that if the email is yours, you'll know exactly if you want. I'm going to email whoever won after the show, of course. I mean, don't have any doubt about it. We're going to send you some emails, figure out, you know, addresses where we need to send these bad boys work because I have them right there. Um, so that way we can actually do that. So let's do some of the news and we'll jump back into the contest. And have some of that conversation. So taking it from the very, 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 very top of the hit list, let's talk about this. Wall Street posted another strong day of all major averages finishing in the green. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed on the second quarter, which saw its value increase by 17.8% overall, the best since the first quarter of 1987. FedEx posted earnings after the closing bell that beat analyst estimates, sending the stock in positive more than 9% in after-hours training. So interesting to see that the stock market is rebounding as we are having what people are starting to say, another reclosure setting. Now, the interesting part, as we have discussed on many, 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 many occasions, you know that we are broadcasting live from Safety FM in Orlando. Now, the Florida state has said that they are, or the governor of the state, better saying, Governor DeSantis has actually stated that he has no interest in doing any kind of reclosing measures if things start getting worse. It's been all over the news, at least here in the local standpoint, not trying to go too local or regionalized, but we are starting to become one of the heaviest impacted areas overall, meaning the state of Florida, on when it comes to new cases. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks, especially keeping into consideration that Disney World is scheduled to open in 10 days. As you might have noticed, we've already heard over the last little bit as well. Movie theaters were scheduled to open here in the next few days. They have now pushed them back to potentially the end of the month. This adds movie theater chains such as Regal Cinemas, Cinemark, and AMC to that whole list of movie theaters that will now be opening at the end of the month. I don't know what's going to happen inside of the movie industry as we consider and continue to talk about these things. You know, movie theaters are fun to go to. No, there's no doubt about it. I enjoyed going to theaters, enjoyed going to theaters ever since I was a child. But we also know that they're not the cleanest places on the planet. Nothing against them. And I'm not going to say allegedly because you've been to movie theaters. You've been to the movie theater where you're walking around and your foot and your foot sticks to the floor. Well, it's a cleanliness issue. Don't get me wrong. But take a look at it and go, these are going to be some of the challenges that movie theaters are going to see. They're going to run into as we move forward. What do you think about this, though? Will you go to a movie theater? Like, I will tell you, since this whole COVID-19 thing has started, I have been to a drive-in theater. Yeah, they still have those. It was a makeshift drive-in. It was exciting. They played Back to the Future. Yeah, that movie. You know, that old movie you can still watch on Netflix? But it was something to do with the children, something to go out and do with the kids and the family. It was something different, of course, but I don't know. I don't know what this new world is going to continue to look like, especially with all of the 
COVID-19 references, the coronavirus references, and the things that we continue to see that are continuing. And now we're seeing some re assurgence of some of the information out there anyways let's continue 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 let me talk to you about some things that were are going on a woman was gored yeah i did say gored by a bison at yellowstone national park after attempting to take the animal's picture the 72 year old old woman from california was within 10 feet of the bison multiple times while her bay bridge campground to take pictures before it would attack her According to the National Park Services, the unnamed woman sustained multiple gore wounds. Yeah, gore wounds, which were treated at the scene by the park rangers, and she actually was flown to the Eastern Idaho Regional Medical Center. Can you imagine being gored by a bison? Now, I can't fathom that, you know, regardless of what age you are, but at 72 years of age, getting gored by a bison is an event, regardless of your age is an event, but imagine at that age. Now, I don't know if this was a CrossFit type person, if this was a person on how their build was, but holy monkeys, dude. Think about that for a moment. Duh. Think about how being gored by a bison would be, especially based on weight alone. That impact on how that occurred. Now, imagine if the lady was by herself. Now, it doesn't go into so much detail if she was or not. But it's interesting to see. Anyways, let's continue. A recent study conducted by researchers from the University of Georgia, California State University, and Beijing Institute of Respiratory Medicine shows that there are some benefits associated with low or moderate drinking. Yeah, I know my safety professional friends are really going to like this one. I mean that in a good way. Researchers measured the cognitive functions of 19,887 participants from 1996 to 2008 and found out that low to moderate drinking showed consistent, highly cognitive functions and slower rates of decline compared to those who never drank. Meanwhile, heavy drinking was not found to be associated with high cognitive scores. So shit, I am screwed then because I don't normally drink. I don't know. Maybe I should start doing some light drinking based on what this research and data set shows. What do you think there? I don't know. I'm just referencing what it's showing inside of that news story based on research alone. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So as the COVID-19 information continues to be everywhere in every conversation and everything that we talk about. Let's talk about this for a moment. Let's cover this info. These are the five highest reported underlying conditions in patients with COVID-19, according to the CDC. Hypertension, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, obesity, and chronic lung disease. So think about it. These are the things that they're talking about that are potentially causes or underlying conditions, better saying, for people that are actually being infected by the disease. Can you control all of them? Mm, That's a matter of debate. It's a matter of uh, conversation. But what are you thinking here when you hear that? Do you have a level of, let's call it what it is, of fear when the conversation comes about? Do you have a level of concern 
when the conversation comes about. Now, I'm going to tell you now, I'm not saying go out and sign up for the next biggest CrossFit gym that you can find and join that thing. But what are you doing to make sure that you're remaining healthy and stable? Is it something that you can do? Is it something that you can't do? What's your thought process? That's something to think about. It's definitely a conversation. If you can control certain measures of it, wouldn't you do anything about it? I don't know. I don't know. I just keep on asking the question because that's what I do here. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so scientists have discovered a new species of spider. The 0.3-inch long has been given the name of Lordery Phoenix after Joaquin Phoenix for his portrayal of the Joker. Scientists reportedly settled on the name because the spider is red and white patterns, which is similar to the makeup worn by the infamous Batman villain. Yeah, I am rocking the Batman chair over here. Thank you once again for the chair. I really do appreciate it. But yeah, the special edition. But I thought that was pretty interesting. Now you have a spider species based off of the name of Joaquin Phoenix. Why do they just call it the Joker? I like that one better. I like it a little bit better. So anyways, let's kind of do this real quick. Let me see if I can actually pull up some info here. We're going to do some light music. I'm going to lower this down as I pull the draw. Let's do some game show music. So that should be light enough there. So let's do this. Okay, so you got that in the background. We're going to go over here into the thing of things here. Now, I'm going to tell you before I forget, if you ever do sign up for one of the contests that we are running, what happens is the following. We run the contest, but at the same time, too, you have to confirm your email. If you don't confirm your email, it just kind of gets set there and nothing gets pulled or drawn with your name. So sorry, if you didn't confirm the email to verify that you wanted to be part of the mailer, which is part of the requirements now, you were technically did not enter. So right now I'm going to do ready to award. I'm pushing the button and we have all four winners that just came up. So if you go right now to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, that's safetyfm.com forward slash contest. All four winners are there. So take a look, see what you got, see if you're there. I will be emailing you shortly after this just to make sure. And let's see what we can do next. By the way, got another contest coming up relatively soon. But we'll talk about that the closer we get to that. Because I think you're going to like that one. So go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest and take a look. And tell me what you think. If you won, if you did win, didn't win. If you did win, let me know inside of the inside a little chat box here. If you didn't, well, sorry about that. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Hey, I got the face that I got. Not much I can do about it. Thanks, Mr. Announcer. The American Academy of Pediatrics is urging officials to allow schools to reopen this fall. The AAAP president, Dr. Zara Orga, Zara Orga, 
after weighing in what we know about children and the coronavirus, we really strongly advocate that the goal should be to have students physically present in school. She added the children learn more in school than just reading, writing, and arithmetic, suggesting that the long term of home learning can affect children's school. Children's school, well, no shit there. Their social interaction, emotional skills, diet, exercise, mental health support, and other things that just cannot be provided online. Many of the nation's school districts have yet to announce solid plans for the upcoming school year. So let's hold back, buddy. Let's hold on for a moment. What do you think about this? So what the hell does that say to homeschoolers? When you think about it for just one brief moment, does that mean that homeschoolers can't make it? They're homeschooled. They would go technically through all of this. Now, Dr. Oz was on TV a few weeks ago, a few months at this point. And he said allegedly, well, he didn't say allegedly, he said did say it. It's okay to lose a couple students due to this thing. Some people didn't love that. Now, as a safety professional, you know, you've been diving in and kind of getting involved with some of this coronavirus stuff. Some of this COVID-19 speech and some of the conversations that are taking place. If you had the opportunity to let your child go back to school starting the school year, would you do it? Are you willing to take the risk with your child's life? I'm just asking the question. I don't say, I'm not saying that there's a good answer and I'm not saying there's a bad answer. What's the risk to you? Are you willing to do it? I'm just asking. I'm just asking to ask. I'm supposed to ask these questions. It's supposed to be a thought provoking measure. Hold on. Let's do the pregnant pause. What are you thinking? How is it making you feel at this moment? Would you do it? Would you not do it? Would you say, there is no way, Jay, that I am sending my child to school right now with everything going on? Or do you say, screw it, I'm sending them because I think it's a bunch of bullshit? Just something to think about, of course. But it is a thought-provoking measure. Are you willing to risk your children's life to go back to school opposed to teaching them from home? Now, if you do have an option of doing the combination where virtual school, some being in person, kind of a mix, would you do the hybrid method? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I can only have the conversations of thoughts that come to my head and some of the shit that I research. But what are you thinking? It's a big gamble. It's almost the same gamble and the same conversation that we have with workers going into work on a daily basis. We know some of the risks associated to it. We know some of the risks that are actually taking place, but we still have to make sure that we remain and have a livelihood. We have to support our families, but we're willing to take X risk. But you can also be standing on the other side of the fence and say, all this is a bunch of bullshit, and it could be potentially politically driven. Where do you stand? Which one do you believe in? 
Is it a belief system or is it something that you can prove? Now, certain areas of the United States of America, I can only use that as an example, believe entirely that this is actually going on related to COVID-19. There's other portions of this United States of America that say, bullcrap, nothing's happening whatsoever. You're all sheep. That's the wording that people use. I'm not agreeing one way or the other. I can only tell you what I find inside of the news stories. I can only tell you the information that we're able to vet because I think that that's important. Opposed to it just being the whole conversation of, hey, this is one way and that's it. Because that's easy to do. It's real easy to do. I can I can tell you, last night as an example, I was talking to a friend of mine. And they had sent over some information for me to take a look at. Of me being able to bet some of the information on some things that are currently occurring. About a news story that they had seen about four years ago. Or a news story that was recorded four years ago. And it's easy to fall trap into some of the information if you don't vet news stories. Nothing against the friend. Great person. I don't think they did it with the intent of malice. For sure, I don't think that that was the intent. I think they were just trying to share information. But the funny part is that when you start having those conversations or start doing some of that research or looking at some of those news stories, things can be very one-sided. I always tell people everything that we share here at Safety FM you should vet, and you should not take it as the gospel and run with it. And yeah, I use that term lightly. And I reference this in particular because it's easy to get misconstrued information. Today, the info can be X, but then it can change. Not because something was good today means that it's also good tomorrow. Things change. Our world changes. I always love when I get to listen to people have conversations of, do you hear that person? They change this and they change that. They flow with the wind, blah, 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 blah. Are you the same person that you were 20 years ago? Has your mindset changed? Are you still the same individual? Just something to think about. Because those are conversations to always have. Hello, R&B fan with a hat. How are you? So something to think about as we do move forward. Anyways, there is now a price for antiviral drug Resmazir, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Galette Science is the company that makes the COVID-19 drug. Now it's a COVID-19 drug, which is kind of funny. Has set a price of $390 per viral for the U.S. government, who will continue to manage allocation to hospitals through September. A typical five-day treatment course of six virals would be adequate of $2,340 per patient, according to Daniel O'Day. This is the Gillette Sciences chairman and CEO. O'Day added that the price of the U.S. private insurance companies will be $520 per viral, which comes out to about $3,120 per patient for the same five-day treatment course. So what do you think about the vials being that priced? What do you think about that as the price increases based on private insurance or it actually going through the U.S. government? Something to think about, especially when you hear about it, especially when you start thinking about some of the prices that are added for health insurance. Do you think the price point is on, on par or do you think it's way off its rocker? Something to think about. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. 
Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, beaches in a seaside community in South Carolina were swarmed with small starfish this week. The sea creatures reportedly washed ashore during a low tide in areas near tourist hotspot of Merrill Beach. Dakota Hughes and Aquis in the area told the local news outlet that the phenomenon was normal, but in the five years he has worked in the area, he has never seen many as the ones that were washed up in the recent days. A lot of weird things going on, as if we normally do have these conversations. Let's think about that for a few moments. Researchers in China have reportedly identified a new strain of the swine flu that has the potential to become a pandemic. Well, shit, that's exactly what we need to hear now in the month of July. Chinese scientists believe that the virus has all the hallmarks of being highly adapted to spread from person to person and trigger a global outbreak. I don't think I can handle any more bad news. I really can't. I don't know if I can anymore. Okay, anyways, let's continue. Also, given that it's new, people will likely have little to no immunity to it. Man, man, man. Uh, just something terrible. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here's some news that you might want to hear or not hear, depending on what you look at here and how you have these conversations. But let's go for it anyways. So here we go. As kegs of unused Guinness beer began piling up due to the pandemic, the brand had to get creative with how to dispose of the stale drink. What? Does beer actually get stale? I don't know. I don't drink beer. I don't drink shit, to be quite honest with you. But I don't drink beer. What do you mean, duh, about I don't drink shit? So, I don't drink beer, so it became stale. There you go. So, they turned to nature. According to The Independent, Guinness has reportedly been using hundreds of thousands of unused kegs of beer to fertilize Christmas trees. Well, that's something different. Director of Operation of Guinness, Adam Crow, told the outlet... That the, major- that the vast majority of the beer went to Willow and Christmas tree farms where it could be used as nutrients for the plants. Did you know that? Did you know you could use beer as nutrients for plants? I think it's pretty interesting, that's for sure. Don't know what else to think about it. I mean, just something to think about for sure, regardless on how you look at it. So here we go. We're going to go into our main news story. Watch this one. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So, as you are aware, I do come from the world of transportation, something I love talking about, something that is near and dear to my heart. So I wanted to share this tad bit of information with you. And why is my picture showing all of a sudden? Let's hide this. And let's go here and do some of this. The U.S. Department of Transportation has announced an important modification to the hours of service rules that will increase safety and flexibility for America's truckers and other commercial vehicle drivers. During these challenging times, we've heard a lot from truckers and the safety community. Their concerns have been paramount, and we have acted. These new common sense rules give truckers more options when planning their days. They will help drivers reach their destination safely 
without feeling like they've got to race against the clock to comply with federal mandates. They will also help truckers get the rest they need when they need it. When safety rules make sense, drivers are better able to comply, and that benefits everyone. This action will result in $270 million in regulatory savings for the trucking industry. This will help our economy recover and create more jobs. This is one more example of how much this administration values America's truckers. We stand with you, working together, we can improve safety and strengthen our country's economy. Thank you for keeping America moving. Well, I definitely have to tell you, I did not think that that whole thing was going to mess up because somebody sent in a message. I appreciate the message, but man, did that go haywire. Anyway, so interesting information right away. And yes, I do agree that the truckers do deserve free and unlimited health care for sure for everything that they have to put up with inside of that. But let's kind of go through some of the information. I don't know if you're familiar with the trucking industry. So let's talk about this. The U.S. Department of Transportation Federal Motor Carrier Administration, the FMCSA, today published. Now, keep in mind, the story is a little bit older, so let's go through this. Published a final rule updating the hours of service rules that increase the safety of America roadways by updating existing regulation for commercial motor vehicles, also known as CMV drivers. America's truckers are doing heroic, heroic job keeping supply chains open during this unprecedented time. And these rules will provide a greater flexibility to keep America moving, said the U.S. Transportation Secretary. The Department of Transportation and the Trump administration listed directly to the concern of truckers seeking rules that are safer and have more flexible flexibility as we have acted. So let's go into this. These hours of service rules are based on thousands of comments we have received from the American people. These will reform and will improve the safety of America roadways and trade the nation's motor carrier industry. This is according to acting administrator Jim Mullen. First adopted back in 1937, FMCSA hours of service rules specified the permitted operation of hours of commercial drivers. In 2018, the FMCSA authored an advance notice proposed rulemaking, ANNPMR to receive a public comment on portions of the hours of service rules to alleviate necessary burdens placed on drivers while maintaining safety on the nation's highways and roads. Subsequently, back in August of 2019, the agency published a detailed proposed rule which received an additional 2,800 public comments. Based on the detail, the public comments input further American people, FMCSA final rule of hours of service offer Four, one, two, three, four key revisions of the existing hours of service rules. So let's go into them real quick. The agency will increase safety and flexibility for the 30-minute break rule by requiring a break after eight hours. So that's a change of consecutive driving and allowing the break to be satisfied by driving using an on-duty not driving status rather than a off-duty status. So let me kind of give a brief explanation on that real quick. When a driver is driving behind the wheel and he stops or she stops for a period of time, 
depending on how their hours of service tracker is listed, it will automatically put them from on duty to on duty not driving. So let's say, for instance, it's set up for two minutes. After they're stopped for a two-minute period of time and not moving, it will put them on duty not driving. So now this is saying that if you do that over a sequence of events several times, that will satisfy your break time. Let's continue. The agency will modify the sleeper berth exception to allow drivers to split their required 10 hours off duty into two periods, an 8-2 split or a 7-3 split, which neither period counting against the driver's 14-hour drive window. The agency will modify the adverse driving conditions exception by extending two hours to the maximum window, which during the driving period is permitted. The agency will change short haul exceptions available to certain commercial drivers by lengthening the driver's maximum on-duty period from 12 hours to 14 and extending the distance limits which the drivers may operate from 100 air miles. Now, keep in mind, that's not driving miles. That's crow miles. So, like, you would look at it as a map up to 150 air miles. The FFCSA's final rule is crafted to improve safety on the nation's roadways. The rule change do not increase driving times and will continue to prevent the CMV operator from driving for more than eight consecutive hours without at least a 30-minute break. In addition, the FMCSA rule modernizing the hours of service regulation is estimated to provide a $274 million in annualization cost savings to the U.S. economy and the American consumers. The trucking industry is a key component of the of the national economy, employing more than 7 million people, moving 70% of the nation's domestic freight. The new hours of service rule will have an implementation during the dates of 120 days after the publication of the Federal Registry. The complete final version of the rule can be found at fmcsa.gov forward slash regulations forward slash hours of service forward slash hours of service final rule. Truckers have played a key role in getting America through the COVID-19 public health emergency. The FMCSA has provided regulatory relief to commercial drivers to set critical, important medical supplies, food, household goods, Americans in need. The nation's truckers, drivers have been the front lines of the effort and are vital to America's supply chain. The latest information declarations and the resources of the FMCSA to COVID-19 are available at at the www.website of fmcsa.gov forward slash COVID-19. I know that's a lot of information. But I want you to think about it. I want you to give some thought process behind what I'm telling you. I love the trucking industry. It is something that I have loved for a long period of time. I love, you know, the anticipation of getting a product. I love the anticipation of what the drivers do day in and day out of getting product from one section to another, taking objects from one side to the other. But here's my area of concern. Yes, I understand it's important, the job that they do. Sorry that it took so long for people to realize how how important the job is. Duh. Duh. But also at the same time, too, I have some concerns with some of the rule changes. And let me explain why. When we start talking about the on-duty not driving aspect and it's satisfying a 30-minute break, it does not say that that on-duty not driving is consecutive. It doesn't really give a very specific in the overall on how that would work. That is an area of concern. You know how it goes. 
If you're doing, if you start timing that out, are you really able to take a break? And believe me, I get concerned about the drivers, about their well-being. They do a lot of work. Think about it. Some people might say, well, driving's not that difficult. Okay. You're probably talking about a car. We're not talking about a box truck. We're not talking about a semi. When you start talk, you start thinking about those things and the distance they have to cover and the time frame that they have to do it in, it's a difficult job. Plus, they have to make sure that everything gets there in a good time. Plus, they have to be aware of their surroundings the whole time they're driving. It's a, it's a big concern. It's always been a, a health and safety concern for me, especially as long as I've been doing this stuff. I love the world of logistics. I love the drivers that are out there. I mean, I look at it and I go, they are vehicle operators that do something that most people would not be able to pull off. I can tell you if I do a long distance drive for several hundred miles on how tired I am, I could not imagine doing that on a day in and day out basis with a very large vehicle that is nothing in compared to size of what I currently drive. So I appreciate what they're doing. There is some areas of concern, something to think about, but think about the importance of the work that these people do. It's crucial to be able to get everything that we need because of what we are using the back of the drivers that are out there doing this. So I appreciate the change in some of the rules, but I want to make sure that it is for the best benefit of the vehicle operators themselves and not just something for it to look right on a piece of paper. Because that's an easy thing to do, especially getting into these weird things that we're into now. But just something to think about. But what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's get into some of the gar 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 garbage news, celebrity stuff, you know, that kind of stuff that people have asked for to share here. So let's do that real quick. So let's go through it. As you might have heard, Ryan Seacrest and Shayna Taylor, Ryan Seacrest is 42, I didn't realize that, and Shayna Taylor, 26, have split for the third time. A rep for Seacrest confirmed that the pair have gone their separate ways, telling people that they remain good friends and will always cherish their time together. Seacrest mended his broken heart by heading to Mexico with a mysterious woman on his arm. Hey, good for him. I don't know. I don't know how people, you know, recover from stuff. Anyways, let's talk about it real quick. Amy McGrath has defeated her her opponent, Charles Booker, in the Kentucky primary. While voting ended on the 23rd, it took about a week to declare the winner due to the race-tight margins and the flood in of mail-in ballots. Wow, I think we're going to start hearing a little bit more of that as we move forward. The win sets up a high-profile showdown between her and Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell this November, as projected by the Associated Press. Governor Tate Reeves of Mississippi signed a bill on Tuesday retiring the last state flag featuring the Confederate battle emblem. He spoke on the decision saying, this is not a political moment to be to me, but a soul, but an occasion to lead our Mississippi family to come together, to be reconciled and to move on. So something that came out there, state lawmakers approved the measure over the weekend. So something to think about there. 
No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $51 million jackpot and a $40.6 million cash payout, just in case if you wanted to know. Let's continue here. Let's continue. Patrick Dempsey is encouraging people to wear a mask with one of his most iconic lines from Grey's Anatomy. Dempsey, who played Dr. Derek Shepard, a.k.a. McDreamy, on the hit ABC medical drama, wrote an Instagram on Monday. It's a beautiful day to save lives alongside close up with him wearing a mask. So something to think about if you're interested in that. Amy Sugar Schumer's cooking series with her husband, Chris Fisher, titled Amy Schumer Learns to Cook, is getting a second season. The comedian announced on Tuesday that she and the Food Network, which airs the show, are partnering on a season two to donate to Colin Kaepernick's Know Your Rights Camp. So something to think about if you're interested in doing that. On additional news here, Mark Wahlberg appears to be allergic to everything as he documented his skin pricking, <laughs> pricking test on Instagram. In the image, the actor displayed the results of his back, capturing the shot. It only took 49 years to realize that I'm allergic to almost everything that's available. Let's continue. Let's continue, continue, continue here. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff there. Zach Avron has been hiding out in Byron Bay during the coronavirus pandemic, according to realestate.com the actor is likely staying in either bay watch at water goes or a local hotspot at raise water goes either way he is spreading he is spending thousands a night to avoid the virus efron has previously stated that he loves visiting, visiting australia because it's easy to keep a low profile due to sparsely populated beaches so good for him Good, 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 good. Anyways, yesterday we talked a little bit about Cam Newton following his signing with the New England Patriots. Cam Newton released his latest vlog titled Farewell, Carolina. Hello, New England. If you're interested in taking a look at that, go ahead and go find his blog. The information is readily available. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. National Postal Worker Day. National U.S. Postage Day. Wouldn't that be more like Stamp Day? Just think about that. National Creative Ice Cream Flavors Day and National Ginger Snap Day. Do you like ginger snaps? I'm not a huge fan. Me personally. But that's just me. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't care one way or the other. Anyways, talking about important things that happened on this day. Back in 1987, WFAN Radio premieres in New York City's the nation's first all-sports station. Susan Walderman kicked off the programming with a sports update. The first scheduled show was hosted by Jim Lamprey. The station would also carry games played by the New York Mets. Also in 1997, Mike Tyson is suspended by the Nevada Athletic Commission. The move comes after he bit Evander Holyfield's ear during their heavyweight title bout three days prior. Tyson was also fined $20 million. Anyways, just real quick, some birthdays that are taking place today. Hillary Burton, the actress from Dawson's Creek and White Collar, turns 38. Here's a scary thought. Liv Tyler, yeah, daughter of Steven Tyler, frontman singer for Aerosmith, turns 43. Dan Aykroyd turns 68. And for all of those people who used to love Baywatch. And had those Baywatch dreams. Here you go. Pamela Anderson turns 53 today. 
So something to think about. Anyways, yesterday we talked about it for a very brief period of time. Wanted to reference it one more time today. On July the 29th, we are putting on an event. We are doing a Hop 101 class for beginners. If you're interested in human and organizational performance and would like to know more about it, we have a class going on on July the 29th, which is a Wednesday. And what we're doing there is we're going to be putting on this particular class. You can take a look at it virtually because it is going to be a virtual class and it's going to be live, not a pre-recorded session where you can talk into a chat box. It will actually be a live session. This, this course will actually go certain ways and then we'll kind of change it up as the people in the audience interact with it. The other thing that we have decided to do with this particular one, if you assist us in getting the information out there, we would love to do some sort of revenue share with you about this particular class. So we will be actually giving you for every ticket that you sell using your affiliate link. Yeah, we can create an affiliate link if you go to safetyfm.io, safetyfm.io. We'll give you 5% revenue share for every ticket that you assist sell. So as long as they're using your link, you'll get the revenue for it. This is what we wanted to do for you helping us because you always do some very nice thing for us here at Safety FM. And that we wanted to try to do something in return. We didn't want to ask you to help promote our stuff. But if you're going to help us, we want to give you something in return. I didn't think it would hurt either way. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. Thank you for coming here, the home of Real Safety Talk. Yeah, I do own that website, realsafetytalk.com. Thank you for coming here. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Of course, we try to give it to you live and in real time as much as possible, unless we're in Key West because it doesn't seem to work out that way. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Oh, hold on. Before I forget, you are the best part of Safety FM. That's the listener. Now let's do that. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. Here is the news. Wrong button. (laughs) The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.